Hey guys, this is William with the WA Show, and today I'm here with David. You can say hello, David. Oh, hi. Hello, David. <laughs> I didn't know when I was allowed to speak. You can speak whenever. <laughs> this is not communist I mean, you Russia. you got to do the intro, and then you give me my chance to speak, and then I come in, and we have some laughs, and we complain about Ryan Johnson, and we go on with our lives. You know, that's I, w- I didn't want there to be formulaic reasons that our <laughs> podcast is not popular, but you, know, <laughs> you just wrote them down in your head. Great. <laughs> Uh, so this is, I wanted a clever thing, <laughs> this, is, this is a Lego Movie Review Part 2. Wow. Yeah, the second one. Uh, Did we review Part 1? You know, I swear we didn't, because that was before our time. Yeah, uh, that was before, before our podcasting our time. time. Mm. Uh, we did see it in theaters together, though. Uh, no, no, I kept no? convincing you to see it for years. Yeah. And you I finally d- saw it. I did finally see it, uh, so, and it's cool. I guess, it, it, within context reasons, mm-hmm. uh, would you have needed to see the first one to understand at least half of this? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This was very much a sequel mm-hmm. that connects to its original. Which, good for them. Good it for is th- a direct continuation of the first story. None yes. of these, like, sequels that don't really have anything to do with the original. Like, Correct. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's I feel nice. like, except for Infinity War with the Marvel movies, you can watch almost any of them in any order. Yeah. And they'll be standalone. Yeah, So basically, it's, yeah. It's interesting that they went that route. And that's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. No, I, I would say it's a good thing. Yes. There's, there's too many of these, like... Oh, we know this is the fifth installment of the Fast and Furious, but you can just jump on it. It's yeah, cool. Right. <laughs> the previous movies don't really matter. No. Uh, so we saw the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my opinion is that I think it's got uh, in the high 90s or mid 90s mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes. The original Tomatoes. Lego movie? Yes. Yeah. And I agree with that. I really enjoyed it. And as someone who grew up playing Legos, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of the original movie? The original movie was so... It was amazing, um, and while I was watching it for the first time, I'm like, okay, this is a really fun movie. I get why it's popular. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very self-referential, and it understands, like, the the, the characterization I get. Like, um, it sort of understood what it was, and then once it got to the ending where it was, you know, it told the actual story of, like, the father and son mm-hmm. that anchored the movie and made it, it pushed it over the edge for me of, like, okay, now it's actually a really, like, a great yeah. movie. Because before it was just like a fun time, and now it was a great movie, and I I think it's just incredibly clever. Yes. So the first Lego movie it was amazing. I love it. I think it's one of the, like the best kids movies. Yeah. And and adult movies, I guess. Correct. Especially if you really if you grew up with Legos, no matter mm-hmm. what age you're at, you can understand it. Yeah. Like just the simple fact of whenever they shoot, they say pew. pew, pew. You know yeah. that just right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. Um, well, in the craggle and the craggle, the, the bandai, <laughs> yes. yes. everything just it really mm-hmm. it really uh, was for adult children mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and children. You yeah. know, it mm-hmm. was both. And that's what I liked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you haven't seen the Lego Ninjago movie, correct? Uh, which you're completely understandable in that. And I wish <laughs> I hadn't seen it. Uh, because it's the lowest rated one mm-hmm. and it took me three days to finish mm-hmm. and, uh, it's the only other one before this, the second Lego movie mm-hmm. to have human characters. Okay. It had Jackie Chan explaining to a young boy why he was bullied or something like that. And it was, uh, he was like in an old shop and he was explaining the uh, legend of the green ninja or something, hmm. uh, somewhat interesting. But like I said, it took me three days to watch. It wasn't the most compelling Lego movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think, the worst you can do. Right. I think the Lego Movie and Lego Batman are the best you can do in different areas. Yeah, exactly. And then you get Lego Movie 2, which is better than Lego Ninjago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say it's my third favorite mm-hmm. out of the four. Right. Would you agree? I, it is also my third favorite. Okay. Having not seen the fourth. Correct. And don't worry, <laughs> you would agree even if you saw the fourth. <laughs> so, 
Where, where are we getting? How do we do this? Do, do, do we want to discuss the plot in like specifics to explain the story? It's a really simple plot when you think about it. It is. It's really simple. And mm-hmm. you don't... I mean, like you need to see the first one for like any character development. Right. Because there's not a whole lot in this one. Like... Wild style. Mm-hmm. Wild style. It, they they really are trying to push her arc, but yeah. it wasn't. It fell kind of flat at the end for me. Like I was like, oh, I mean, the only thing interesting that we learned is that she wrote the "Everything Is Awesome" song. Mm-hmm. It was like the lead singer in a pop band, which was yeah, cool. And, and I, but I like sort of the message of like, hey, you don't have to be dark and edgy, and it's it's okay to be like fun or silly or whatever. Yeah. Like I think that's an interesting message. So, yeah. Like good on on putting that in but it it did it sort of just fell flat yeah like i don't know even emmett's Mm -hmm. like he changed and but he never changed too much because he was still it it like was it was a productive change i think with Mm -hmm. him yeah but then they're like no no just go back Uh, yeah his arc was a 360 yeah like his arc was to end the same place he already was at Mm -hmm. and that's that's a weird arc it's a really weird arc. You have to, like, know what you're doing for, yeah. for that to happen. Then the bad guy who was himself from mm-hmm. the future mm-hmm. faded away, mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to feel bad for him. But, I like, I didn't either. Like, they would try to make it emotional. I was like, I, was like, I don't really care. Like, yeah. he was he, at the, he was cool, mm-hmm. you know, up until he was a bad guy, and then you're like, okay, he's just a bad guy. Yeah, he did the thing where it's like, he's oh, this is a cool character, and he's mm-hmm. fun, all the way until he turns evil, and then he's just, like, legit evil. Yeah. Like, yeah. there wasn't, I didn't see any foreshadowing seeds of that going mm-hmm. on. No. Like, it's not the good type of, of evil character twist. No, the only thing maybe for foreshadowing was a little bit like, he's like, you just gotta be alone. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe, you know? Yeah, I mean, besides the fact that it's Chris Pratt voicing him, mm-hmm. and and a little bit of the you gotta be alone stuff. Like, yeah. Apart from that, it's like, there's... There wasn't anything that really foreshadowed him being the villain, which maybe was intentional, but it's also bad screenwriting. Because then you just have a character 180. Correct. Um, I think it's weird. It's kind of like, it's interesting to show that he had no connection to like being a bad guy in the end, mm-hmm. except like he was a bad guy. You just didn't know it. And then with uh, the girl, what, what was the character's name? The queen. Like, I can be anything I want to, but uh, like a weird way of saying I want, it. I want to be. I, oh, I know geez. it's a weird way of yeah. saying it, but the queen. A- anything I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Anything like I want to be. Yeah. She was really heavily pushing the I'm a bad guy vibe. That was so cool. And that was my favorite. I part. liked because they did it right with her. Yeah. Because, like, it was, at the end, uh, well, I was just like, you guys are bad at communication. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, I'm going to draw the Guardians 2 parallel mm-hmm. um, with Guardians 2 because they have Kurt Russell and they introduce him as, like, this nice, jovial guy. Mm-hmm. But you can, like, sense. You can sense that he's just evil mainly mm-hmm. i knew it because there wasn't any bad guy in the trailer so yeah. i'm like of course it's kurt mm-hmm. russell so i like that this sort of poked at the trope of like hey we're gonna introduce a character who seems really altruistic but we're gonna put like all these comically over the top signs that they're evil mm-hmm. and then subvert it by not having them be evil. yeah so that was cool that was really clever in my favorite part of the movie they focus a lot more on human characters yeah and, and that's I, why i, lost her I do movie. think if they were gonna do that they did focus more on the sister mm-hmm. and i think they should have focused mainly on the sister yes because that whole thing with like 
her being misunderstood, mm-hmm. it really fits interestingly with like the brother just doesn't understand that his sister wants to play with him. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were trying to go for with like the mm-hmm. way she was saying stuff. You could easily see how older brother's like, no, you you don't want to play with me. You're just being mean. Yeah. Cause you know? we, we really could have had like a repeat of the first movie where the kid became, you know, Lord business and wanted everything mm-hmm. the exact same way that he wanted it to mm-hmm. be. And then he could see himself as he was when he was younger. And he has to, like, learn the same lesson his father did. So that would have been really cool. And actually, yeah, thinking about that, that would have made the movie so much better. Um, if if it was told entirely from her point of view. But it wasn't. Yeah, no. It wasn't. Um, this movie, it kind of did what it was like. At the end, there really was no bad guy, mm-hmm. is what it was. I mean, like, yeah, Rex was the bad guy, but, like, at the end, not. And a legitimate bad guy, yeah. too, independent of any of the human characters. Correct. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. like, he was, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something we'll talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the first one, mm-hmm. you know, you had a bad guy the entire movie, and yeah, he turned good at the end, you know, mm-hmm. but you knew from the beginning what you had, yeah. you know? Yep. With this one, it's just, I don't know, it felt like you said... It felt more like a take-home movie, or like it felt like a a made-for-TV made-for-TV. I would have made the twenty-minute made-for-TV special mm-hmm. on you got to learn to play nicely with your siblings. Yeah, I ah, uh, yeah. We talked about the movie beforehand before we went in, and I said I was afraid the message of the movie was gonna be you just learn to play with your sister, mm-hmm. and it's what we got in a in a not incredibly interesting way. Yes, um, hopefully you can't hear the lawnmower in the background. I'm pretty sure that's going to be definitely hearable, but that's, you, you know, know that's okay. It's not spiking, really, so I'm hoping that they can't hear it. But if they do, it's a sign mm-hmm. for what the Lego Movie 2 was. I mean, a lawnmower in the background warning you. Uh, <laughs> and it's not even Superman going... You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about cameos. Cameos. It felt like there were a lot more than there actually were. Yes. Um, I looked up the castles afterwards, I was like, oh, that's somewhat disappointing. <laughs> um, but what did you think of the ones that we know? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Super good. The best recurring gag apart from the... Um, I really liked the sewer babies, mm-hmm. and I really liked the the stars and hearts. The stars and hearts were adorable. Adorable. They were adorable. It's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. That's the frustrating thing, is there's like all these things that I like, Yes. but the end product is not didn't do anything I think me. it's you know I've talked about this and we always bring up Star Wars somehow I <laughs> yeah, think yes. it's like all the new elements mm-hmm. were dragged down by the old elements and it's mm. not that I don't like Ambit it's not that I don't like Wildstar but we already saw their story yeah. and it's like over so it, like yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the new people and the new characters could have been more interesting if it wasn't so connected to the old if, if that's making sense what I'm saying yeah. like like I said, tell an entirely new story from her point of view mm-hmm. with the main characters actually being the villains. Because that was a really cool thing they did of, like, you started this, this was your fault. Mm-hmm. And I think seeing ev- if we got the story from her angle, that yeah. would have been really, really cool. Yeah. Because I did like the new characters. I liked Queen Whatever I Want to Be because mm-hmm. that song was amazing. Yeah, it was. Uh, perfect way to, do, like, <laughs> set and destroy and reset and destroy expectations. Yeah, right. Like... I loved, yeah, exactly. I loved everything new that they did, but it was dragged down by like, okay, we're going to make all of our original characters sort of replay almost their same arcs, mm-hmm. but in reverse. Whoa. I, I, I like, there's a lot of things that were set up interestingly and then mm-hmm. went away. Uh, that reminds me of like the heart. 
when she, when she turned to her original form, the queen, you yeah. know, and it was the heart. Yeah. Until they showed me mm-hmm. the beginning scene again with Emma giving to her. Did you remember that the heart was it? Because I, I was like, wait, what? Well, she's a heart. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I I think I was. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gotten it until they showed us. Yeah, I would never have guessed she was the heart, and then I think it was really. I mean, that was clever. No, I liked. Yeah, I liked it. I wouldn't but, have been able to. But I wish they would have like that. Shows like the the main story was that, and that mm-hmm. was really interesting. Mm-hmm. But they didn't impact it enough at the beginning to like set it up as that. You know, that's true. Like yeah, it wasn't it was, the it wasn't the sister story. That's really the problem. I think. It wasn't the sister story? Oh man, yeah. that's so sad. That is. It is. Oh. Like, I loved the scene of him giving the heart to her as a little kid. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have been a really interesting opening scene. That would have shown you the impact of the heart, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, show that at the beginning, and then say five years later, and then you can show them at the end, you know? Yeah. And they, uh, mm-hmm. It's just... Mm-hmm. This was the, the movie of so much potential. It was the movie from the wrong perspective. Yes, it was. Oh it's like, gosh. we already know the kid. We don't. I don't care about yeah. seeing this kid's story again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Ferrell wasn't in it at all. Uh, like Not, barely, verbally he was verbally yeah where's, where's my pants that was anyway, good that, that was, was i really love that yeah uh <laughs> the mom i didn't really like maya rudolph in this no she felt over the top yes and i was like the characters are over the top, not you. Like, the Legos mm. are over the top. The humans are just human. The humans aren't really supposed to be. So Will Ferrell had a little bit over the top when he was interacting with the Legos. Yeah. Like, when he when he started crazy gluing them, he had, like, this super stern-looking face. Yeah, yeah. And that fit perfectly. But Maya Rudolph repeatedly stepping on Legos is not funny. No. No. Oh, the joke is that Legos hurt and people mm-hmm. hate stepping on your kids' Legos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's been memed. Oh, yeah, this, it's like childbirth. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Wow. that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I think that it shows that it's it wasn't even. No one really laughed, I, even in the theater. Like no. even the adults weren't laughing. I mean, mm-hmm. they were just like, "Yeah, it hurts." What's your point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we know. <laughs> yeah, I think all of the really like drawn out jokes I didn't really like, and mm-hmm. I think. That's something that bothers me in movies a lot now. It's just, like, really, really long, drawn-out jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, the banana falling for so long. Like, ugh. They really wanted that banana to be funny. Every time mm-hmm. it came up, I was like, I feel like I should be laughing because yeah. they want me to, but it's not that funny. Mm-hmm. No. Not, and not when he's falling for, like, 15 seconds. No. Like, let's just move on. Yeah. Um, we, we've we've uh, said some really positive things so far about this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, so an attempt to make those positive things... <laughs> Sound more positive. Let's talk about actual positives. Actual positives. Uh, what is one of your favorite aspects of the film? One thing that really surprised me is how much I liked the music. Yes. Because I think they, they understood what was really popular about it in the first movie, mm-hmm. and then they built on it. Yes. So I loved the the I'm Not Evil song. I loved the... Uh, what's the brainwashing song? Um, the, 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 the Stuck Inside Your Head yeah, song. Yeah. I liked that. I really liked the Batman seduction song of what I'm amazing. calling it, because yeah. that was really cool. That was great. Like, I loved the music, yeah. and I don't usually like music that's designed to be trendy yeah. and popular. Did you like the Everything is Not Awesome song? No. Me either. I didn't like that. That's the one again, I didn't like. it was so much like, hey, it worked in the first one, let's change it up a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's not mm-hmm. interesting. It's sad, because I love the message of it. Yeah, me too. Like, when they were singing at the mm-hmm. end, I was like, oh, okay, I kind of like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's a great message yeah. of even though everything isn't awesome and ha- what was the line like? It's unreal, like unrealistic, yeah, it's unrealistic expectations. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Like yeah. I love the purpose, I love the message, but the execution, I was like mm-hmm. ham-fisted. Yeah. Um, 
I uh, speaking of fisted, <laughs> not raunchy joke. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious that uh, Rex's ship was a fist. It was a big fist. <laughs> he was such a bro. That was his mm, whole thing. So dude, bro. So dude, bro. Um, what pro- you What do you think of the master breaking? You know, it was underutilized. It was. It was like brought up like twice, mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, it's not bad. And he's like, teach me, and then like instantly he knows it, and I mm-hmm. was like. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like, this isn't bad. It's just, it was underutilized like a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Underutilized. I didn't hate Rex's character. No. Um, until, I mean, he, I, until he turned evil, I yeah. thought he was good. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Um, he was well-defined. Mm-hmm. You know, they could even kept it that it was the future version of him, you mm-hmm. know? I didn't really like that, but, like, eh, it felt like a cop-out for yeah. more serious topics. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about the Lego movie. <laughs> we're talking about that. <laughs> Jeez. Um... Yeah, my probably my favorite, like you said, was the little stars and hearts. Those were mm-hmm. adorable. So cute. The Duplos were adorable. Yes. Um, so cute. The slave labor was hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like that queen was actually evil I at that know. point. I was like, all right, they you're not were faking. Making sad faces. No. <laughs> While melting Legos down. Oh. Uh, that was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite probably. Were the raptors. The rap, yes. Best part, probably, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. At least best side part. Best side part, yeah. Yeah. I love that they spoke English, technically. <laughs> like, like they would say things like, oh, I love tennis, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, not like, oh, it's a ball, we should fetch it. It's like, yeah. oh, I love tennis. <laughs> tennis is great. Yeah, the raptors were so good. They were. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. Um, I was hoping, people are saying that there was a lot of lampooning of Chris Pratt's career. I'm sure there was a lot of little stuff, but really the only obvious one was maybe Guardians of the Galaxy references generically. Yeah. Uh, and then the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Like, that's about it. And even then, I don't, I wouldn't consider that lampooning. No. Just no. call it parodying or yeah. joking. Exactly. Because uh, when I think of lampooning, I think of that as to, like, show it in a derogatory sense. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Deride it. But this one, I think, was just having fun with it. Correct. So. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this already. Uh, off the pod but mm-hmm. uh how do you feel who was chris pratt trying to emulate when he was rex so you said kurt russell you said kurt russell and a little bit of john wayne i feel like. a little yeah like this generic action hero you mm-hmm. know from back in the day mm-hmm. i i want to say it's dwayne johnson's not the right word but like how dwayne johnson is just the default action hero right yeah now. yeah but i guess this would be sort of an early 2000s or maybe 90s yeah vibe yeah so not Dwayne Johnson. Who would that be? Not Statham. Not Statham. Bruce Willis. It's Bruce Willis. But he didn't do that kind of stuff, as far as I know. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. Yeah, despite being so generic, I can't pin a person to this. I know. See, the only reason I thought Kurt Russell's, like, did you ever see uh, Escape from New York? Or, no, unfortunately. Uh, well, or The Thing, you know. In that, oh, he I had more range, yeah. but, yeah, yeah every once okay. in a while, he just, like, has that generic, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it was, it thought it was kind of funny. So it was like, you know, just generic though. I think you can mm-hmm. place your own, what you thought as a generic hero in that. Yeah. Um, do you... I liked the fight club referencing of like, can you actually see him? I thought he was a dark projection of myself. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. It was clever. It was funny. There were a lot of self-referential jokes mm-hmm. and there were a lot of pop culture jokes mm-hmm. more so I feel like than the first movie. Yes. Because the first movie had them, mm-hmm. but, you know, they weren't so much in your face. Like, Bruce Willis in the, as much as I love the Bruce Willis scenes, that was very much so, this is a joke, you yeah, know? Yeah, And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know? 
Uh, the first one, it wasn't so much pop culture specifics as much as the idea of pop culture. And then it was like crazy glue mm-hmm. and then band-aids and mm-hmm. nail polish. Like we were referencing items Correct. and not like the DeLorean. Yes. Uh, the hot tub time machine. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Bill and Ted's Excellent Bill Adventure. Bill and Ted's Excellent <laughs> Adventure. That was like. Was it like, so it kept weird. going with that time machine thing. I was like, yeah. okay, I get it. You know, you're t- time traveling, you know. Mm-hmm. Time machine, time machine, time machine. I don't know. I, and I don't want to say this because I really love the writers for this. You know, they've done great stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you think almost the lack of a substantial story is why we got more pop references? Because they're like. Well, we don't have much in this plot right here. Let's mm-hmm. throw in, he was a time traveler. Let's put some doctors up. People love references. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what happened. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, by the way, looking through the credit uh, cast, uh, I did not see Liam Neeson. No. Because uh, he just growled, right? He didn't even say mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, he didn't really say anything. They didn't so. even bring Liam Neeson back. He was one of my favorite parts of the uh, first one. Yeah. I mean, we'll try not to talk about Liam Neeson right now. Uh, lots of stuff going on there. <laughs> but, Yeah. That was, uh, and, and, like, even having Jason Momoa as Aquaman is also mm-hmm. so much, hey, people like that, let's talk about that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, and we've got, uh, like, three different Wonder Women. That was weird. It was kind of funny. Yeah, it was funny. I liked <laughs> <laughs> But they weren't different enough. No. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, one was a giant Duplo, but, like, mm. they weren't different enough to be like, oh, that's the one from the 80s, that's yeah. the one from this, you know? So... Yeah, un- undeveloped. Yes, a lot of undeveloped ideas mm-hmm. and some very so very few great ideas mm-hmm. that could make the movie work better, but like it just muddled together. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, not a bad movie. Not a bad I don't movie. think it was ever boring either. No, I was never bored. No. I wasn't. But it never it felt like middle of the road. It never picked up to be like, "Oh, the action's coming," you know? Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. felt eh. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't it didn't anchor on anything new enough. Mhm. Like, I get, it's a good message. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the no, message. No. Good mm-hmm. message. Um, I think we also talked about off the pod that um, the cinematography wasn't as good. Like, not only, like, the, the apocalypse. Okay, I thought it was funny. The Mad Max references were kind of funny, you Mad know. Mad Max, yeah. Um, stuff like that. But when you have such a base color mm-hmm. for something, it makes it hard. Like, I was like, are these actually the, le- like, CGI Legos? Or is it just, like a flat color. Mm-hmm. Like, I was having a hard time being able to tell. And when they were in space with the other types of Lego brands, I was just so much like, I can't tell. Yeah. Is this just a regular animated movie now? Or is there mm-hmm. Lego somewhere in this? Yeah, this... Because the first one felt like an amazing stop-mo Lego mm-hmm. movie, and this one felt more like an animated movie with Legos. Correct. Like, the... I just remember the first one with the Lego blasters and, like, the laser bolts coming out. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that scene. I was like, that's so cool. Those are, like, real Lego things. Mm-hmm. And in this one, I never had that moment where I was like, oh, hey, that's a Lego thing I used to do, you know? Yeah. This one, it just didn't have magic. No. It didn't. Uh, it's funny. Uh, I recently watched the Muppets movie, too. Okay. Uh, the second one uh, that came out a couple years ago. Uh, and... They start off the movie where it ends right after the first movie, oh. which is similar to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they sing a song and they're like, so this was a, it ends right there. And so at the beginning, they're like, wait a second, why is the camera still rolling? And they're like, uh, are we filming a sequel? <laughs> and they're like, yay, let's sing a song about it. And they sing a song about how no one likes the sequel as much as the original. And they're like, it's just for cash grab and stuff like that. And it's just weird and hilarious. That's pretty And good. so... I feel like that's kind of like this, where there was a lot of flashy stuff, and they're like, hey, this is a sequel, you like these characters, here they are again, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was never bad, no. you know? It was just, once again, mm-hmm. could have been much more. Yeah. Or yeah. not happened. Or not happened, yeah. yeah. As much as we complain, like, it's perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I don't know if it's an 85. It's not an 85. Yeah, I like, think they're being generous. 60s. I, I, I'd say 70 max mm-hmm. for me. Uh, better than the Ninjago because that was just boring. <laughs> but I think all the interesting parts of this movie, mm-hmm. like the, the raptors, the stars and hearts, and even the weird queen, mm-hmm. you know, I think that could have worked in the Billion Brick Race, whatever their movie doing. Like they could well, use that. Whatever that is. Yeah, whatever that is. The <laughs> spinoff movies they have, they could have used all the new characters without having mm-hmm. the need of the original characters. Yeah. Um, so since... We made it to 12 minutes. 12, what? 12 minutes. Wow. Uh, sorry, whoa. 24 minutes. Oh, I'm hey. so sorry. Double nice. that. Um, <laughs> let's end this on talking about the Lego Cinematic Universe, Ooh. which is a thing. It is a thing. Um, it's, I'm not upset it's a thing. It's it's up there in my favorite universes, mm-hmm. I would say. It's it's one of the universes that's still going. Yep. Uh, yep. Along with Godzilla and... We're talking about besides Marvel, right? Right, yeah, besides besides Marvel. Well, (laughs) DC, but we're putting in quotations as a cinematic universe. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I don't think it knows what it is either. No. (laughs) But it seems like the Lego universe knows what it is. Yeah, for the most part, Mm -hmm. it does. Um, I'm looking forward to Lego Batman 2. I Mm -hmm. don't know what they're going to do, because once again, it ended on a perfect perfect ending. It Mm -hmm. didn't need... A sequel right but the first one was so well written and i think it's probably one of if not my favorite batman movies it is the it is the batman movie that best understands batman correct mm-hmm. um and it's serious enough that it's not just parody no. which i like too <laughs> um mm-hmm. and then the lego movie of course is just iconic in its own way mm-hmm. you know so we're getting a second batman movie and we're getting the billion brick race which as you said what in the world what um is it? <laughs> i think someone said it's going to be similar to cannonball run Okay. Which, you know, if you know anything about that, it's just like an old movie with, like, racing. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're trying to get to an end goal, you know? It, it kind of seems like Speed Racer. And then there was one episode of Teen Titans where, like, every single villain and every single hero were in a race to get, like, a briefcase. <sighs> and that's sort of the vibe I'm getting of just, like, we're going to get as many characters and no, vehicles yeah, yeah. and we're going to have a race. That's, that's It's like, like that Wacky Races, that yeah. old show. Oh, gosh. Yeah, exactly. I that. feel like that's what like I'm that. picturing. Yep, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, it is written by Jason Segal. Uh, you said you didn't know him from anything, really, but I How I Met Your Mother. He's one of the lead guys in there. He's hilarious. And he can sing. He does a lot of like Broadway and show tune stuff. So oh, okay. I like him. Um, he's really talented, in my opinion. So he's directing and I think helping to write. So his type of comedy is weird, but I mm-hmm. think he could fit the Lego universe. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's all we know, though. <laughs> that that was announced, I think, right after the original movie too. So it's yeah, yeah. It's this was weird. one of the first things they talked about. It's um, weird that they've announced a second Lego Batman, and they mm-hmm. we still have no new information on the Billion Big Brace. What, what do you think about what's going to happen in the second Lego Batman? Are we going to reference this movie at all? I. I think this movie being Lego movie too. Yes. I think what's going to happen. And this mm-hmm. is me just guessing. I think we might get Batman reference to Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like she'll be like, Oh, you were with that alien thing or something. And he'll be, he'll be like, Oh, that was a weird phase of my life. I don't even remember that happening. Yeah. You know? It feels like a dream or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, I, I could see that, you know, mm-hmm. because, um, it <laughs> reminds me of when the justice league was getting on their spaceship and they're like, why is Batman not coming? And he's like, oh, he's got his own yeah, split he was universe thing. Yeah, his own thing. solo adventure. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, good. okay. So if they can explain it like that, like mm-hmm. because there weren't even any humans in the Lego Batman movie. No. The only thing it could be is like maybe it's all in his own head or literally it's his own universe that mm-hmm. doesn't involve humans, mm-hmm. which is weird. But for the Lego universe, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So. Oh, speaking of like 
humans and Legos in the human world, we didn't talk about this. We talked about it off off the pod, which basically means we were talking like we're talking now. Yeah, well, you know, we have this problem where we really try to not talk about the movie until we get home to a mic. It doesn't work. But it does not work. We, we get so work. excited or disappointed we have to talk mm-hmm. about it in the car. Well, what did you think about the Legos being in the real world? So... Like under the dryer and then moving around and all that stuff. Um... There was a lot of, like, glimpses before we got the dryer thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, like, blurry visions of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could have definitely waited for Rex to give his backstory until the very end, and that would have made it more impactful. You know, under the dryer thing? Mm-hmm. Like, he kicks uh, Emmett out. Mm-hmm. Emmett ends up under the dryer. And then whenever he comes to get him, he, like, tells his backstory, and like, oh, this all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. He's trying to make him like him. That would have made more sense. Because even then, I didn't really... Like, there were too many human scenes. Too many human scenes. We've agreed scenes. this. We've mm-hmm. agreed on this. Too, too many, many human scenes. And uh, the the humans aren't there. There was, I just think it was padding. Like, like we were saying, this movie already wasn't that long. It was, like, under two hours. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. And it was, like... You, the pop culture references and the humans really like like oh we don't have a good transition between these two things mm-hmm. let's just have the humans fill this gap of what would happen mm-hmm. um or pop culture stuff you know mm-hmm. um so yeah i really think about I mean, do you similar thoughts or what yeah because like the only time in the original lego movie that emmett was moving around was when he was just like shaking on the table mm-hmm. And there was a that was a pretty decent gag with Will Ferrell like checking every mm-hmm. once in a while and then he stopped moving. Yeah. But like when I see the animated Legos walking in the real world as animated Legos and mm-hmm. not like them just sort of sliding around like they did in the first one yeah. or even in some scenes in the second one, mm-hmm. that didn't look good. No. I didn't like it. No, me either. Uh, it felt Alvin and the Chipmunky. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. We don't need this. No. And I've n- I have not met one person. I don't talk a lot of, to a lot of people, but <laughs> I've not met one person who was like, you know, my favorite part of the first Lego movie was the human scene. You know, if anything, people didn't like that scene. What? I mean, I, uh, yes, wait, I, wait, I, I did not dislike it, but I've met people who are like, oh, that's lame. I don't like the humans, you know? No, that was amazing. Yeah, yes. Let's ignore these people. But I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> so it's weird that uh, Warner Brothers and the Lego company was like, you know what our biggest takeaway is? Mm-hmm. More humans. More humans. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Funny humans. Mm-hmm. You know? Maya Rudolph human. No. <laughs> Which, I love Maya Rudolph. Uh, don't know if I loved her cameo. No. Wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, this made it to 30 minutes. Okay, hey, yeah. We did so it. Bad. No. That's no. We complained more than we expected. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Do you want to end on something that you liked? I liked about the first Lego movie, uh, the, the Star Wars uh, <laughs> gag. <gasps> there wasn't any Star Wars in this nope, one. No Star Wars. There could have been a good joke of like people showing up and everybody else telling them to go away because they didn't like them anymore. <laughs> Wait, hang on. 2014, 2014 is when the first Lego movie came out. Yes. There's no Star Wars movie out yet. Yeah. No new one. Uh, yeah. Force Awakens was 2015, right? 17. No. Yeah. Not 17, because 18 was Rogue One, right? No, no, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right, you're right. Sorry, sorry. I'm uh, by year. So yeah. 2016. No. 2016 was? Rogue One. Rogue One. So 15, Force Awakens, 16, uh, uh, Rogue One. Did I say Rogue One twice? You know. Force Awakens, Rogue 15, one. Rogue One, 16. 17. Uh, 8. Yeah, and then? 18. No, no. What is happening? It doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about Star Wars. Right. But basically, Lego uh, Movie came out before people were tired of Star Wars. Yes. So, 
<sighs> there are so many cameos they could have done. There mm-hmm. are literally Lego Ghostbuster sets now oh, with the original cast as like the, 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 the like they have Lego Scooby Doo now, mm-hmm. and I'm like, listen, you know, put all those things in. And but they, they, Velma was dude, in this. Velma, you're right. Velma was, was randomly weird. in this. Yep. Um, I think it was funny. I looked up the cast, and I'm pretty sure she's vo- voiced Velma on Robot Chicken before. So I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, mm-hmm. this this was a movie. It happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I was really happy to buy the first Lego movie. Yep. I don't think I'll buy this one. No. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Just. It's so sad. It is really sad. It's sad. Um, but I felt the same way about uh, the Lego Ninjago for different reasons. But mm-hmm. yeah, one day I'll make you watch that uh, and then we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait yeah. for Lego Ninjago too. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, with the way the budget and the money's making this one, I don't know if we'll be getting many Lego movies soon. Ooh. Uh, because this was their big one. This was, yeah. Yeah, this was not just Lego Ninjago, you know. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keep... Sorry if we depressed you. (laughs) Well, don't keep listening to this episode, but, like, we have a new episode coming out where hopefully we'll watch a fan edit of a Star Wars movie. Uh, If not, we're definitely going to watch the Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could check out that on our Pilots channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just type in the Neon Moon Network and in your podcast things, and you can get that. So that's always fun. Uh, thank you so much for being here, David. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. Could, yeah. well, what am I supposed to say? You're, thank you're like, you. Like, it was like, good being here. Thank, thanks, old buddy, old friend, old pal, for having me on the show. I you know really what? enjoyed it, you know which is true. But like, what am I supposed to say? I'm going to come this now. <laughs>